Hello, and welcome to the Polish the Mirror podcast. I'm your host, Amy Thurman, and I'm so glad you're here. My purpose in doing this podcast is to help people share their stories of hope that's gained through adversity. They were able to polish life's mirror and find hope in the midst of it. And so I'm so excited to be able to offer this to help people share their stories and to hopefully bring hope to people through this podcast. If you have a story that you would like to share, I will add a button on my website. And that is, let me pull that up real quick. Um, My website is www.getamyshelp.com. And I will add a button there where you can fill out the form to apply to be to be able to share your story. I would love to be able to do that. My, my passion is to help to share hope, my message of hope and resilience. And I feel like this is a really, really good way to do it. And so I thought today with the first episode, it might be nice for you to get to know me as your host, to know my story. I will be referring to it as we go through sharing people's stories. And so for you to know my story, I think will be a good starting point. If you caught my previous series, the 100 Days, 100 Emotions, um, this is going to be a little bit different. It's very similar, but it's a little bit different. If you're interested in that and you weren't able to catch that, that was streaming live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. So you can go to any of those platforms and just search hashtag 100 Days, 100 Emotions. That's the numerical number 100. This one is a bit different. It's going to be streaming live on all the things, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch, all the places. And then I will be downloading it so that you can access it, the audible, the auditory, what am I trying to say? You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all of those as well. So lots of things going on. But at any rate, I want to hop on and share my story with you. And I wanted to do this. The reason I'm doing it the way I'm doing it with all the things, video and then audio because if you have followed me at any at any time, you know I like to keep things real. I like to be in the moment. And so I wanted to do this live so that you can ask questions while we're on live. We will address them. We will try to address as many as we can while we're on live. But also, I, it doesn't matter to me if children are crying in the background, if dogs are barking, if, if an emergency vehicle is going by. That's real life, y'all, right? That's what happens. I'm not trying to sugarcoat things. I'm trying to keep it real and let us know that we all deal with things. We all have struggles. And my purpose is to help us find hope in the midst of those. And so let me just share a little bit about my story with you to help springboard this so that you'll have a a nice background for us as we go through this podcast. So I say I'm Amy Thurman. I'm an inspirational speaker and author, a disabled entrepreneur, and I live with a broken neck. For the past decade, I have lived with a broken neck. One day, I was working at a major university, doing, running all the kids everywhere, taking care of all the things you do as a mom. It's a bit emotional for me, so if I get emotional, please understand. The very next day, I couldn't even take care of myself. I couldn't even take myself to the restroom. So I got up one night, I felt ill, and I went to get some medication, and I ended up passing out, landing on my face on the hardwood floor, and the impact sheared my brainstem, caused a traumatic brain injury, and it broke my neck, but that went undetected for six months. 
I was living with a broken neck before anyone ever, ever looked at my neck. And I know your question is going to be, how is that possible? So I'll answer that right off. The head pain was so severe, so severe. I could not lift my head off the bed. Here it comes. That my doctors were focused on the head pain. How can we help the head pain? And nobody thought to look at my neck for six months. So what it, what it entailed was I ended up laying flat in a bed for 23 hours a day for almost a year. Y'all, I missed that entire year of my kids' lives. My daughter was a senior in high school. My son was a freshman in high school. And my little guy, my little guy was four years old. And I missed that year of their lives because I could not lift my head off the bed. It was like I was dead. My husband said it was like living in a nursing home. I had to wear a cover over my eyes, earplugs in my ears. I could barely speak above a whisper. My eyes didn't work right, so I couldn't see correctly, and I sure couldn't walk because I couldn't lift my head up. My balance was totally out the window, so I literally had to have help to go to the restroom. I tried to go by myself at first and ended up trying to crawl. I had to crawl to get there. And so as you can imagine, I was in a deep, deep, dark place that I would never wish on anyone. I went from one day doing all the things and being a very able-bodied person to the very next day I couldn't even take myself to the restroom. And so I began to pray. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed that I would die because I wasn't living. I was merely existing. And I, I knew that I had enough medication to make that happen. I felt like such a burden to my family. I just wanted it to be over. I didn't want them to have to keep taking care of me. I couldn't do anything for myself. And so I had a plan. I planned to make that happen. I planned to use that medication and I planned to put an end to it all because I didn't want them to have to take care of me. I didn't want to be a burden to them any longer. I didn't want to feel so horrible about myself. And then I had all I can call it is a moment of clarity where I remember thinking, what if this isn't the answer? What if I can make a different choice? What if I take this same energy I'm using so hard trying to die and I use it instead to fight to live? Maybe, just maybe, if I can do that and if I can get better, maybe I can use my experience to help other people. As a former educator and social worker, that motivated me. I wanted to help people. I thought, if I can use my experience to help other people, let's do it. Let's just try. And that's exactly what happened. I, in that moment, had a mind shift of taking the same energy I was using, trying so hard to die. And I turned it around and I used it to fight to live instead with the intention of using my story to help other people. So that is the whole purpose of this podcast, is to use my story. My story has been able to help so many people that there are so many other stories out there, not like mine, but along the same line, 
who that can help other people if they're just shared. And so that's my purpose here is to help people share their stories like mine who have gone through horrific things, but found hope in the end. And what happened in my story is it wasn't just like a snap of a finger and it was different. No, it took me a long time. Y'all, it's been 10, almost 10 years in April. It will be 10 years. It's taken me 10 years to work my way up to. I can drive by myself now. I can walk by myself. I do still have to have an aid to walk sometimes because my balance is still off. But what I did when I decided to fight to live was I asked someone to load up a podcast or an audiobook or something that would help me, that would be good for me. And so I began listening to Dr. Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins, Rumi, and all of those luminaries. And I was introduced to this quote by Rumi, which is where I got the the name of my business and this podcast. And it goes like this. Ye who seek God apart, that which you seek thou art. If you wish to seek the beloved's face, polish the mirror and gaze into that space. That hit me on such a deep level. It told me that all the answers I seek can be found within, that I don't have to look outside for the answers, that the person I've been waiting for is in the mirror. And it's the same for you. The person you you are waiting for is in the mirror. So I had to do some deep, deep introspection. I had to figure out what exactly was going on inside of me. And that's how I, that's how I came up with the 100 days, 100 emotions, because I experienced so many emotions, as you can imagine, during that time. And I had to really come to grips with what is it I want? Who am I really? And what am I supposed to do? Like, why, why am I living with this broken neck that is And I don't share a lot, but it's constant pain. I can only hold my head up for a few hours at a time. I have chronic fatigue. I have chronic migraines. There's so much that goes with it. But I choose not to focus on that. I choose to focus on, I have come this far. I have found hope in the midst of that adversity. And I want to use that hope to help other people. And so that's my purpose here. So as I'm sharing my story, if it resonates with you at all, and you feel like either you or someone you know has a story that might be good to share on here, please let me know. Please reach out to me, message me. I will, like I said, put a button on my website for you to find it there. But I want you to know the the thing, the question I'm going to ask each of my guests is, what has this adversity taught you? Because I really, really feel like, this is my opinion. I know we all have different opinions, but I feel like we go through adversity in order to learn something, that it can teach us something, that every every circumstance that we experience in life is there to teach us something. And if we can learn that lesson, then we can move on to the next one and learn from that one and just continue to grow. And so my question to everyone is going to be, what has this adversity taught you? And so I'm asking myself that question today, and I'm going to answer it for you. This adversity has taught me that we always have a choice. We always have a choice. You always have a choice. If you're in a situation right now where you feel like it's hopeless, there's no way to turn, you have no options, there's nothing you can do, you have a choice. I want you to know you have a choice. I was in a moment, I I didn't feel like I had a choice. Like what else was there to do? I was just going to lay there and die. I couldn't, I was telling myself, and this is the key. 
I was telling myself, I'm never going to get better. This is, this is all my life's going to be. I'm going to lay here and have to have people take care of me my whole life. Absolutely not, you know, no way. But that's what I was telling myself. That's what the voice in my head was saying. But that wasn't the truth. I was not telling myself what was true. There was a whole other side I was ignoring that I was choosing not to see. And I feel like that's the case with us. That's the case with us in life, that our voice inside our head is telling us one thing and we choose to believe it without being able to see or being willing to see the whole picture. We see a piece of the picture. We don't see the whole picture. And one of my friends said to me that my plan B became my plan A. And that's exactly what happened. There is no way on earth I would have chosen to pass out and land on my face and break my neck. No way on earth. And, and no, I don't want to go through that again. But let me tell you this. Everything that I have been able to experience because of that has been a gift. I am able to reach so many more people now than I ever could in a classroom or as an administrator or in social work. And so I really feel like it's a gift. And so my answer to that question, what this adversity has taught me is that we always have a choice. And you may be, you may be watching or listening right now and you may be thinking, Amy, I don't. You don't know my circumstance. You don't know my situation. I have no choice. I want to challenge you. I want to, I want to challenge you to look at your circumstance from a bigger perspective. Take yourself out of it. If it was a friend of yours in that circumstance, how would you how would you advise them to handle it? Would you advise them to take a look a bigger a bigger picture look at it and find a solution? Yes, that's exactly what you would do. But we don't do that with ourselves. We need to. We have to start doing that. So know that you have a choice. It's like a roadmap. This is the way I see it in my mind. It's like a roadmap, which I should have. I wanted to get a picture of it, but I, I didn't do that. I want to get from here to the town 30 miles from me. I can go my usual route, but you know what? There are 14 other routes that I could take to get there. Literally, like there are roads all over the place that I can take to get to that same destination. And that's the way it is with life. There are so many different paths that we can take to get where we're supposed to be, where we want to be, but we only see one. We only see the one that we are focused in on. So we need to widen that lens, look at it from a bigger perspective and find those other routes because they're there. Y'all, they are there. You have a choice. You have a choice. You can make a different decision that can, like in my instance, change your whole trajectory of your life, be able to reach more people and help people in a way that you never, never dreamed. And so I want to share that with you today. I wanted to bring you that message of hope and of resilience that we are more resilient than we give ourselves credit for and that we can accomplish much more if we will open widen that lens and be able to see things from a much different perspective. So I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you have found it helpful or think it will be helpful for others, please share it. Um, if you are listening on Apple or Spotify or any of the podcasting platforms and you feel like it deserves a five-star rating, then please do that so that we can help reach other people. And that's my whole mission is to help reach people with this mes message of hope through adversity. So if you are listening, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so, so much. I want you to know that polishing the mirror is a process that we should all be doing every day. 
So polish that mirror, go polish that mirror and see what message your soul has for you today, because your soul wants to speak to you. It has so many messages for you. That's a whole nother podcast episode. But um, polishing the mirror on a daily basis is so, so important. And so for those of you listening, I'm going to close out right now. For those of you who are watching, I still have something in store for you that's going to be on screen that the people listening will not be able to see. So I'm going to say goodbye to you who are listening. But for those of you watching, we're going to transition into something else that I have for you today. So thank you again for being here, for listening. And if you want to check things out, my my, uh, website is www.getamyshelp.com. That's, uh, where did it go? G-E-T-A-M-Y-S-H-E-L-P dot com.